Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Graffiti in the walls say there's a Nintendo Direct and a State of Play later today, but before that, this is VGC, a video game podcast with me, Jordan Midler, and Chris Scullion. Chris, the gaming gods have come to uh, smite us this week, probably deserved, uh, because later today there will be both a uh, Nintendo Direct and a PlayStation... uh, No, it's a State of Play. I wish it was a a showcase a bit far more interesting, but because of that, we're going to do a slightly shorter show today mainly focused on um two headlines and then a lot of games that we've been playing and then tomorrow we will have a special bonus bumper show reacting to all that hot news um how how were you so excited when both of these shows got announced i was excited when the nintendo one was announced uh-huh. <laughs> because because that was like a, a normal time for me um so it's like, like three o'clock uk time today um, which is fine. That, that that's I, I'm starting at three. The, the kids don't realise that I, I do this podcast out of mm. hours now. I'm, I'm doing this purely as a as a as a gift to everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I'll, I'll, Nintendo Direct will start just as I'm starting my shift. But then yeah, state of play is on at like 10 p.m. UK time, so I'm kind of sticking around for that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in, in a bit. But it sounds like the the state of play is going to be a slightly less exciting. Than the Nintendo Direct, just based purely on what Sony's been saying about it. Yeah, VGC uh, hates PlayStation famously, so famous um. <laughs> is well known. <laughs> um, but yes, we will talk about all of that on tomorrow's show. Uh, we've got a couple of headlines this week because um, if you were on gaming Twitter at all, you've probably seen the word Unity two hundred thousand times. But Unity tries to clarify new install fee plans amid developer outcry. Um, this is following the news that starting in 2024, the new Unity runtime fee will apply to games that meet a minimum revenue threshold and have passed a minimum lifetime install count. Um, so essentially, Unity will be trying to charge developers per install, uh, developers that use Unity, um, which is a game engine. Um, and this has led developers to say, eh, no, um, because uh, on subscription services like Xbox Game Pass, you could just install, delete, install, delete, and then you're just you're charging the developer over and over and over and again. Um, Unity exec Mark Witten told Axios that the company had tweaked its policy so that it would only charge for the initial installation. So that got walked back very quickly. All this happened within about 20 seconds of them actually announcing it. <laughs> um, however, if a user wants to install a game on multiple devices, like a PC and a Steam Deck, that would count as two installs. Fees for titles downloaded through subscription services will be charged to distributors like Microsoft rather than the developers, which I'm sure Microsoft will love. <laughs> I'm sure someday Microsoft is going to well, yes. <laughs> Good luck. Um, this will lead to a, an entirely new uh, arm, uh, a new arm of warfare in the console wars where people will be just installing games on Xbox over and over again to try and drain <laughs> Microsoft's money. 
Um, <laughs> runtime fees won't be charged for installation of game demos unless the demo is part of a package that includes the entire game, such as early access. Uh, Unity also told game developer that qualifying charities will not be charged. Oh, that's good of them. Um, yeah, the, the new policy has been widely criticized by developers, with some threatening to delist games made with Unity and others calling on the company to axe the feet plans. Cult of the Lamb Studio, Massive Monster, told players to buy the game now because we're deleting it on Jan 1. <laughs> Quote, this would not only harm us, but fellow game studios of all budgets and sizes, said Among Us developer Innersloth. And I mean, if you've got, if you've got among us who've made more money than god coming out here and being like no this will actually still screw us uh quote yeah. if this goes through we delay content and features our players actually want to port our game elsewhere as others are considering but many players but many developers won't have the time nor the means to do this chris this seems like uh john riccatello tm binfire <laughs> it's an absolute mess isn't it um the, the, i also noticed and this is something that we kind of probably aren't touching on the site just because um it's a it's a tricky situation to navigate, but apparently it's been reported that various uh, higher-ups have sold some stock before oh. making this announcement. Um, it's been said. So, but, but we're not, Isn't that I'm fortunate? Not gonna, that was just some great foresight. It's what a coincidence. I'm, I'm sure they did, right after they sold it, they went, oh, that's right, because we were going to, we were going to like, piss that's the entire why they're up the top. Off. That's why they're in the that's, C-suite. It's, it's smart thinking. Um, but yeah, so that's a mess. And it? it's, it's more the fact that I think a lot of developers... Um, are saying well you can't just retrospectively add fees yeah. that weren't agreed to when we started using your, <laughs> your pishy engine like, and, and like the, the fact that like games that came out like last year um and are still popular are now all of a sudden going to get this retrospective fee added on top for for, for downloads and it's like it's going to it's going to lead to a big a, a mass exodus from from unity to to um unreal uh, un, until um a similar charge gets added to Unreal Engine, and then then everything's stuffed because I I think that might be the next step is that um, it'll happen with Unreal Engine two, and then everyone will be like, well, well, if Unity gets away with this, they'll definitely do it. If if, if this is just the first step, like uh, this is the horse armor yeah. of, of game of game engine uh, charges. Um, um, and Exile, yeah. who make the Wasteland games, tweeted something funny yesterday. It was like, you, um, hello, yes, we're trying to collect money for a game you released 10 years ago, and it's like, I feel like, good luck with that. Like, it's, <laughs> it's going to be such a mess, and I'm sure every other uh, game engine uh, company are just looking at this like, hmm, let them take the fall for this, and then we'll just slide on in with slightly less egregious terms. It's weird because it's this situation now where, you know, it's been a running joke for a long time, it's usually kind of ignorant people that when a game is made in Unity, you always get people going, oh, it's made in Unity! Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but there's a lot of really good games made in Unity. It's just like that—that's an outdated name. One, um, <coughs> Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it's like, but it's like it's such a kind of outdated um, belief system. But um, but now, like, you can't really defend it. And it's like you feel like the teacher saying, "I stuck up for you in the class yeah. all these years," like, and now you're 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 embarrassing me. Um, yeah, it's 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 an absolute shambles, and it? it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, it doesn't look like they're backing down. It looks like they're kind of sticking to it, so it'll be interesting to see if this does happen in January, what's going to happen, whether it's all going to kick off again. Yeah, I, I imagine that the um, the the mother of John Riccatello is going to go on a hunger strike until... John, John, John Riccatello. Riccatello is going to go on hunger strike <laughs> until um, this, this, this cancel culture against his son uh, is, uh, has finished, but yeah, this is... This is 
uh, in progress we'll see how this goes i wouldn't be surprised by f- friday five o'clock when everyone's done you need to put a statement being like we're, yeah. we're listening we're listening and we're working with developers after every indie developer and more has put out like a a, a png <laughs> a, a, a jpeg on twitter being like this is fucking stupid why are we doing this <laughs> um anyway speaking of assassin's creed assassin's creed mirage and recent resident evil games are coming to the new iphone 15 pro um if you're a fan of uh, glass rectangles you may have seen that apple announced two new ones uh, over this week but the most interesting thing is that the resi 4 remake resident evil village and assassin's creed mirage the console versions will be coming to iphone 15 pro um is this a natural next step this this is I suppose this shouldn't be this shocking considering how powerful these wee phones are, but um, what did you think? Yeah, it shouldn't be this shocking, but I don't think it... I'm, I'm surprised it's this soon. Yeah. This is the kind of thing I would have expected in a couple of years down the line, but um, I think that's just because I've got, like, Switch in my head still. And, like, but even, like, Steam Deck and stuff, the size of them, um, just in, in in my brain, it doesn't feel right that a phone should be able to kind of uh, produce console quality games even though I'm sure like you could argue that a lot of games on iPhone just now are console quality yeah um it's just it's, it's weird like my, my brain's not um processing it properly so <laughs> I mean I, I I need to see footage of it I'm sure Digital Foundry will have a field day when it comes out um comparing the iPhone to um to console but because obviously you've got to imagine the iPhone will manage it but not quite um it's a weird one. They're talking about like having ray tracing in it as, as, as well, which is which is bonkers. Um, but we'll see. It, 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 it's exciting times, especially because now you're getting a lot of phones, uh, a lot of these kind of controllers that you can sl- slot your phone into. It's usually aimed at kind of Game Pass streaming and stuff like that. But now it seems like it could be that the iPhone becomes a proper viable gaming platform, which I'm sure a lot of phone uh, pro phone users have been kind of screaming that it has been for a long time. Yeah, um, it's, I looked at a few screenshots and stuff like that, and it looks good. Like, obviously, it doesn't look like the PS5 version or anything like that, but I don't see any reason, like, my question is, does this become a weird footnote where, oh, do you remember that they put these three big games on iPhone and then mm. just stopped releasing them on iPhone, or does this become a bit more regular? Um, I, I know they're putting the Division, whatever it's called, on, on the, the Division Resurgence, or oh, what, what a memorable title. That's also coming to iPhone 15, but um, where, where do we know what they're charging for the for the abeys for the abeys for what? Is that a, I think that's the thing. If if you're going to charge me fifty quid for an iPhone game, even even if it's just if it's feature complete and everything, it's that psychological barrier of you paying fifty quid for something on your phone. I think a lot of people will say nah, yeah, and I think that might be what decides whether it becomes a footnote or whether it becomes the new normal, as the kids say um there is genuinely I, 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 I still look at i see if i see a phone game that's like five quid i'm like <laughs> chase five quid for a game in my for a game in my pocket i don't think so 99 pence or bust thank you very much wait, wait till you wait till you have a kid like this fucking um what's it called kidopia which is a mm. kid thing that my my daughter uses um and also sago mini it's like a kind of like a suite of really basic mini games that are quite cute to be fair but she loves them and it's like a membership fee so it's like however much a month to unlock all the games in mm-hmm. it um and it's just it's you look at the games and you're like these are back in my day we would have called these flash games ah. um but i said so that that's kind of how basic they're but they're, they're they're kind of well designed and she enjoys them but yeah at that point then all concept of value just goes down the toilet when you just realize you're paying daft money for 
for fish. What was wrong with a good old fashioned 99 and 1 GBA cartridge that you'd get for Santa Ponza? <laughs> Totally legit. Yeah, absolutely. Santa Ponza, Santa Ponza that was that was a bit like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the I remember I got into a screaming match in school once because this lassie had one of these one of these cartridges for the DS. I think it was was that an R4 cart. Was that the the one mm. that like just? Dis- I, I think so. Uh, I, mean, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> we definitely didn't use a bit of Fish Nintendo magazine. I'll tell no, definitely not. Um, they they had a ROM hack of uh, Super Mario Brothers that had that had replaced uh, uh, Mario with a Pikachu, and she was like, "This is the original Pokemon Green. Only came out in Japan. <laughs> this is the original Pokemon Green." And I was going like red in the face, like shouting, basically, <laughs> being like, "No, the original Pokemon Green is basically just Pokemon Red. But the, the English version of Pokemon Red is based on po- the Japanese Pokemon Blue that came in Coro Coro magazine." Like she's like, "No, it's the original Pokemon Green." And ultimately, she won that argument. You can't argue. You can't. I know you can't argue with that. Yeah. With, with that. With that logic. Yeah. She. She. She stayed calm while I'm like, was like blood dripping from my mouth with anger. Um, I'm due a new phone, so I think I'm going to end up getting one of these and uh, yeah. sending Andy an invoice for 150 quid when I buy all three of these games. But yeah, the, honestly, I, I this is I've reached my my dad era in the sense that. When they were like, "Oh, the the high the highest quality camera on the new iPhones has a five times zoom," like because usually it's like once you go past two times or three times or whatever, it goes into like the lower just... tier cameras as you go closer and closer. I was like, "Oh, yeah. that'd be good for taking pictures of the dogs." That's all I was thinking about. Apart from that, don't care. Couldn't give a shit. But how much do you need to zoom into a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to see into his eyes. I need to see what it's feeling. Um, the yeah, it's I always end up because my contract is basically every second iPhone just bring it in and we'll give you the new one. And I, I've just not thought about it in years. Are you an iPhone user? Are you you got? A... I'm now. I, I made the jump a couple of years ago because I was like I was done with Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Apple Arcade kind of caught my eye. I, I had an iPad, and it's like this isn't the same. Um, to be fair, I use Apple Arcade a hell of a lot. There's a lot of kind of stuff on there I use daily. Um, so it was worth it. It was worth the jump. I don't. I don't like all the. It's there's a lot of faff, like kind of, especially when you're trying to set up like a an Apple family subscription and mm-hmm. all that. And it's just it's not as seamless as it should be. And copying music from your PC on it isn't as seamless as it. Oh, should impossible. Be Apple just some somehow has decided people don't use MP3s anymore. I'm like, mate. <laughs> Me, you're talking. How am I going to get my my Ridge Racer uh, Type Four Twentieth Anniversary soundtrack on there, mate? How many Japanese um, yeah. CDs have you burned to your your old iTunes that you're wanting to still? Exactly, with? exactly. But um, but other than that, I'm I'm happy enough with it. I, I don't think I should be making the jump yet. Maybe next, maybe the sixteen will be time. But for now, my my phone's doing the job and playing most stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. Also, I, I always end up getting the biggest one just because I have every photo saved for the last like fifty from when I got my first iPhone when I was in like third year. So it's it's a it's a proper library, and I don't trust the the iCloud thing is weird because I've had it f- enough times where some of the stuff has been like flashed to the main uh like the main iCloud library, and then some of it just gets mm-hmm. left on my phone. So I'm like, fuck it, just give me a five terabyte phone and I'll keep it in my pocket. Um. <laughs> Yes, as we said, Nintendo Direct and State of Play are later today, so there's not much point talking about them. I'm going to guess that uh, Nintendo Direct is going to have Zelda, Wind Waker 4 at it, and... This, this is the point in Nintendo, in the life of a Nintendo system where Nintendo start um, pandering to the, the long-time Nintendo fans. Spaffing shite, sh- you could say. 
giving them the, the, the sort of stuff that I love, but that most people wouldn't give a shit about. So like the stuff that they knew they couldn't release at the start of the system's life because no, like nobody would buy it. Mm. This is where you get the, the rumors doing around is the F zero. I, I, I can believe that. Um, this is the, if you're going to get an F zero, you get it at the end of things life because they know it will sell two million and and won't be like at the next Zelda. So they'll bring it out now when they don't need to shift a, a billion of them. This is where you might get a surprise Kid Icarus or a surprise um, Excite Bike or this is usually the Rhythm Heaven period mm. where, where, where where that sort of thing turns up. Um, so I, I would imagine you'll see, this is guesswork obviously, I, I don't know, but I'm imagining you'll get some kind of old Nintendo IPs surfacing during this one. I have F-Zero interest in that, good brother. Uh, state of play, it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> I want State of Play to be 30 minutes of uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and that's <laughs> it. Um, although I think that'll actually be reappearing soon, so I wouldn't be surprised if that if that's this one. Um, the, the, well, you're saying before we recorded, it's going to be Final Fantasy, yeah, and it's got to be. The German PlayStation account was like, oh, we hear it's a good time to pre-order Final Fantasy VII Rebuff, Remake, <laughs> whatever it's called. So yes, I'm, Final Fantasy Sieben, I believe yeah. this is. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- I, I believe it is, it is Final Fantasy time. And um, I saw someone else saying that would be like Roblox and shit. Oh, apparently that that foam well, yeah. that foam game that Andy likes, Foam Stars, whatever the one that's might be actually oh, yeah. decent. That's might be back too. So we'll see. There's always going to be ridiculous expectations because anything PlayStation farts, everyone's like, well, it's just a new Naughty Dog game. Even if they come out and they're like, oh, it's it's it's, it's, first and, it's only third party and like they, indie partners. They literally, they literally come out and say that it's third party yeah. and, uh, and indie games, and then in a separate thing they said. This is games we have announced before. Yeah. So even 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 in the realms of third third party and indie, there's no going to be any bombshells. They're, they're like, literally going to get to the point jets. where they have to be like, "This is everything that's going to be at this." Okay, just tune in. <laughs> and you still see get the people trailers. saying, "Where's Jack and Daxter?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they would never fucking say it was coming. Feel it, but um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, um, it'll be okay, I think. Uh, you're right with Roblox. They announced Roblox announced last week that it's coming to PlayStation after like. Eight years after it's been on Xbox, so you you know they'll, they'll they'll mention Roblox during it. But straight after that announcement, Roblox became the most searched thing on the PlayStation Network. It's like, see, yeah. if you go onto the PlayStation Network, it's like trending, and it's like Roblox, mm. and then three versions of EAFC. So if it's if it's broke through the EAFC barrier, then that's Roblox is scary, man. If you if you, does that mean you could essentially put anything on the top of the PlayStation search if you get enough people to search for it? Yeah, probably because you could like collate everyone to search Glasgow Celtic champions um, <laughs> so anyone who loads up their Playstation will see that you could get anyone to search Glasgow Celtic champions um, I actually got an interesting um, email in my, in my inbox the other day that I think uh, you'll find curious and it's a good opportunity for you because I got I got a press release and I was like this is, this is strange I don't really usually get press releases uh, about books but um, I got I got a press release uh, from Pen and Sword, I believe they're called. Uh, about, oh, I've heard of them. Um, about uh, an, an an upcoming uh, a, an upcoming currently released or released ten years ago book called The Dreamcast Encyclopedia. Tell us more. Chris. That's that's a good book. Um, I don't have it to hand because um, I just I'm, I'm taking the it all flying off the shelf. Reading, reading it, re- that's that's <laughs> it. I can't I, you can't get one for love nor money. Or both, yeah. um, which which is legal in some countries, but no, the the Dreamcast Encyclopedia. What a tome! Yeah, let, um, let me hit you with this. 
This is the fifth book in Chris Gullion's critically acclaimed series of video game it's encyclopedias. Book. That's, right. that, uh, that's why I remember it. Covering book. the right. Sega Dreamcast. So that's the fifth book in your. Uh, that's the fifth book in the series that is covering the that's Sega the Dreamcast. Do you think you're going to move that, on that, to any other consoles at some point? That, that difficult fifth book. <laughs> um, <laughs> I well, uh, as as anyone who follows my work knows, I'm I'm, I'm on working on a Game Boy and Game Boy Color one now. Um, it'll include that bootleg. Pikachu game, good. Um, which which I believe was the first yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Green, game. yeah. Um, no, that won't be in it. Um, but yeah, and then I've got like multiple books on the way: PlayStation, Game Boy Advance, Wii U, and GameCube. PS2, 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 PS2 was signed a couple of weeks ago, so it's coming. signing your not for a while. Death warrant. That is that. That'll, that'll, be that'll kill me. <laughs> that'll kill me. We'll then the Wii one, but that time will take over for PS3. That's what I'm hoping. But well, by by PS2, she'll be like ten, so she can write something. Yeah, it's that, it's that level of writing <laughs> that, that she can handle, like the the iToy game where you're like cleaning the windows. That, yeah, that's exactly. the, weirdly, that is a game that when people talk to me about the PS2, they remember Hit and Run, they remember Spyro, they remember the iToy games like the iToy and SingStar. Like what a, what a weird era. Um, we'll be back to talk about <laughs> more iToy games after <laughs> some words from our sponsors. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we are back. Thank you to the good folks at IcoPro for supporting the show. <laughs> we have so many games to talk about this week, but first of all, I want to talk to you, Chris, about mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 1. Is it good? Oofed. It is a belter. Thank it's, God. It's, it's really good. It's so much better than I was worried. It was, for some reason, I don't know why I was worried it wasn't going to be good, because the past few have been. Um, but I've kind of been out in the Mortal Kombat loop a bit, because I just can't catch up with the storyline. So when I heard that this was kind of going to be a, a, a reboot, I thought, okay, or like a, 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 what would you call it, a retcon with a K in it. And I was like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that'll, that'll do me. Um, it's it's fantastic. The story's as good as, as the stories usually are in these things, but it goes all the way back to, it basically retells the first Mortal Kombat um, and explains how Baraka became Baraka, and, um, even though he was in the second one. And, and all... all how Melina got her, her big teeth like that and all this kind of stuff. So how, Mar- um, how Melina got her groove back as it was not. <laughs> she got her groove back. <laughs> um, but it's excellent. It is, it, the, the combat is fantastic. The cameo system, even though it's just Marvel versus Capcom, is is brilliant. Um, the the detail in the backgrounds is astonishing. Like when you play it in 4K HDR, it looks obscenely good. The end credits theme is excellent. Oh, good. It's one that get a proper like Mortal Kombat rap that the kids will love. 
Um, and it's got this new invasions mode where they're hoping this is going to be the big single player mode. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a. Uh, it's, you're looking down. I, I say Mario Party style, but that's clearly the worst kind of example. <laughs> it's just like a, a top-down tabletop RPG thing yeah. where you move from space to space, like a big map, and in every space you yeah you have a fight, a different fight, and there's shops and there's random encounters and there's occasionally you get tiny wee towers to fight up and test your might bonus stages and stuff. And they say that every season they're going to add a new section to it, so it'll kind of keep ticking away. But mm-hmm. um, it's brilliant. The, the only the only th- problem, like I said in the review, is that it's still got your microtransactions where yeah. all the best shit is the cosmetic stuff so there's everyone's got a couple of different um outfits you can unlock using in-game currency that you earn during during the seasons so that's good there's like 130 things you can unlock is the crypt then, it? is that where you're getting your stuff no there's a so you can now you can earn gold coins while you're fighting for, for whatever things and that's like a random thing where you just donate I think it's a hundred or a thousand and it just gives you a random thing mm. like a random piece of artwork or a random skin or whatever but then there's a separate um there's two shops there's one shop where you spend the coins you earn during the season mode and it's like daily and weekly oh, okay it's still like any live service game and you, you literally you can pick your character and pick the thing you want so if you want sub-zero to have like a, a different mask or an orange outfit you go with sub-zero and specifically spend the coins on that specific thing so there's no it's not as random anymore but then you've got this premium shop where you just dragging coins or whatever the mm. hell it's called. And, and those are the ones that cost money. And those are invariably the coolest looking ones. So Sub-Zero's got like a, a Day of the Dead outfit with a big kind of skull on it, which looks awesome. But it's like, I don't even know how much they're worth because they're not selling the coins yet. Um, but so that's unfortunate. The, the, the best stuff is behind a paywall. But there's still a hell of a lot to, to see. And um, yeah, I... I, I Thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. I'm quite surprised that the crypt isn't in it because was it the last one that had that like open world crypt essentially where you mm. there was like fights and stuff like that and you had to get like this, this isn't exactly but it was like you had to get scorpions uh, scorpions chain to pull something down and open a door sure. like so, that, so this invasion thing is kind of replacing that but more it's not first person anymore so it's mm. top down the, 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 the tutorial bit is in Johnny Cage's mansion which is enormous. And Johnny Cage talks to you all the way through it. And it's, there's go, loads of kind of in-jokes and stuff. Like the, the code to get into his mansion is the blood code for the first Mortal Kombat and the Mega Drive. Nice. All those kind of nerdy Easter eggs and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just great. It's, it's, a bit, it's really well written. There's loads of kind of funny dialogue in it and all that kind of stuff. And um, he's got a wee arcade, which has got Primal Rage arcade machine in it and all, all this kind of old school stuff. Um, it's great. It's just, it's... I can see myself playing it for a long, long time to come, which is which I don't usually do with fighting games these days. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it out. Um, it's it was a weird one for me because obviously this year's been so so busy, and there's been like mega mega fighting games. Like we got we got Street Fighter earlier, and Tekken is on the way. And well, mm-hmm. Tekken's like right at the start of 2024. So yeah, um, it's it's exciting. I I do wonder like at, so the the whole thing the whole story has been online for a couple of days and i read it because I, like, I just want to know what happens <laughs> do they just how do you think they go from here what is mortal kombat 2 will they release it on mortal kombat yeah, tuesday yeah. that's the question well do you you would hope so yeah or mortal monday even yeah. um I, I don't i don't know i mean it, it's that's the thing are they going to go mortal kombat 1 2 or are they going to just like ditch the numbers and start calling in things like retribution or, or, yeah. or, or stuff armageddon like that, but, um, they need to bring that back Definitely. Um, what was was that? Oh, what was the second film? Annihilation. I one of the worst. I think when so. they went, they went from one of the best 
video game movies ever to one of the worst. Yeah, 1997's okay. Annihilation, starring uh, Robin Shu and Sandra Hess and uh, Brian Thompson as Shao Kahn. He looks like Shao Kahn, you know. Punted Christopher Lambert as Raiden and thought we wouldn't <laughs> notice. Um, but no, it was, it, it, it's good. It, it's it's just, it's nice that I said in the review, it's weird because like, for me, 93 was, was the ultimate year for, for video games and for everything because I was like, basically the year that you're 10 years old is a lot of people say is is your favorite year for um for, for things because uh-huh. that's when all, all the kind of stuff that you loved came out as a kid so 93 was like jurassic park um mortal kombat uh two was in the arcades mortal kombat one came out in consoles street fighter turbo came out in consoles super street fighters it was just like that was my that was my thing um it's just weird that kind of exactly 30 years later street fighter and mortal kombat both arguably have now their best games like both coming out within like a couple of months of each other it's just a great time to be as old as me basically <laughs> and- weirdly enough that 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 isn't really the because the year i was 10 was 2005 so it was mm-hmm. i mean guitar uh, hero you're, you're, that's, that's solid um but like the first forza motorsport came out in 2005 that's so weird for whatever reason i still think of forza as like a fairly new franchise even though they're on like the eighth <laughs> one or whatever which is which is which, which is excellent by the way like that based on uh, i played a couple hours oh yeah you can, you can talk the, about it last can, week it couldn't last week but you can check the, the full previews on vgc so people can read it up it, it looks good and sounds good it's, it's forza the wheels are very round yeah as round as you'll ever see yeah have they put have, uh, the, the Jeremy Clarkson still in it? Is he still kicking a ball? <laughs> so Jeremy Clarkson, thankfully, there's there's not there's not that much talking in it, which um, mm. is a very good thing. When, which, as you'll hear when we get to the crew, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like every time I load up uh, when I load up Horizon to test some piece of hardware. So I was like, "Hey, Jordan, you've got forty thousand races that you could be doing well, right listen, now." The crew has done something even worse, oh, and, and we'll get to that. Even worse than that. Well, before that. Um, I've been playing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, The Teal Mask, which is a, a really snappy wee title. It's the first piece of DLC, <laughs> um, part one of the the hidden treasure of Area Zero, which is a kind of it's it's a way for them to introduce Pokemon that were missing from the original game and to bring in like I think there's five new Pokemon in the DLC. I played through it in three hours or something like that. It's it's not very long. It, it's not like i think the new area is quite nice like it, the game still runs absolutely atrociously but it's so mm. weird in some moments like if if i move the camera high enough to where i'm basically just looking at grass it runs at like 60 it's smooth <laughs> as anything but then when you pull the camera back and you can see the expanse the whole thing just like shudders um also when i went to find some of the legendary pokemon after you've completed the game they were all like just shaking like just going back mm. and forth because um, you can see them from far enough away, which is always the danger of like of something like that. But yeah, yeah. it's 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 an interesting bad DLC. It's better than the DLC for Sword and Shield because that was like basically like six battles or something like that. And then it was like, well, if you want to go and catch all these old Pokemon again, you can do that. And this is somewhat in that vein, but they 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 do some interesting things with um in terms of like typing and stuff like that. And some of the new Pokemon are actually quite hard to catch, which has not been the case in years and years. Like back in the day. Back when you were catching Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, you'd be sitting in the back of your dad's Ford, uh, your dad's Ford Focus, driving to Aberdeen, and you'd just be throwing Ultra Balls forever and ever and ever. And I had a bit of that vibes because I've got so used to in modern Pokemon games. So there is a there's a Pokeball called the Quick Ball, which if you mm. throw on the first turn, it has a much like a ridiculously high chance of catching stuff. 
So I'm basically never battling Pokemon these days. I'm just quickballing them to death. But they didn't work on these legendaries, so I actually had to fight them down to having a wee tiny bit of health. And yeah. um, but yeah, it's there's one more piece of DLC for uh, Scarlet and Violet, which is coming out in December, and then they need they need to move on to Super Switch or whatever the remake is going to be, because like Scarlet and Violet is hanging on by an absolute thread. It's one of the most. Yeah. It's like getting more unstable every time I go back to it. I swear to God, it wasn't that bad when I played <laughs> it for review. But um, yeah, I've still got some. I've I've got all the Pokemon now. I've just got a few bits and pieces to do. Uh, that it makes it sound like that it's like a, a tiny tiny expansion. Like if you played it like a normal person, you'd probably get a decent amount of play out of it. I think that's the thing because you because you said like the other day you'd finished it already. I was like that seems a bit shit, and then I realised you're probably rinsing that day and night like, just yeah. to get 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 everything done in time. So, um, yeah, like like you say, I imagine human beings would will, will get more out of it. Yeah, because the, and the story is very like. The story gives you large opportunities, but it's like, okay, now go and, go and catch Pokemon and go and do wee side missions and stuff like that. Whereas I was like, I want to just mainline this so I have access to everything, um, which is why it was quite quick. But yeah, it was, it's all right. It's, it's, it's not spectacular. I, I've been more excited for the 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 bigger piece, which is coming in December. This is kind of just like the, the little amuse-bouche, if you will. Um, speaking of bush, uh, how, how's the crew Morphist? <laughs> okay, like... Uh... In in many ways it's very good, right? But in many ways I was just sitting there going, "Fuck!" Like it's <laughs> so basically the the reason the review is not up yet is because we were we were given the crew last week review code, um, and brilliantly the review code didn't actually work because the servers were down. Way um, and and basically, so I was basically I was in, enjoyed the title screen all weekend, um, and then the it went up on Monday for early access. So basically we got access to the game at the same time as early access um players did um so i'm kind of still playing through it basically which is which is why there's no review yet um it's the most shameless ripoff of forza horizon you will ever see really? in your life like right down to the to the, the fact that when you come out of the the festival mm-hmm. like bit in the middle of it and come out there's a wee roundabout just like the one in horizon. oh yeah yeah um, i was like oh that, that's that's horizon <laughs> what a coincidence um it is it, it, the story revolves around the most unlikable collection of twenty-something that is very assholes. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that you've ever seen. It's very, it's very Ubisoft because what was that racing one that had the bikes and the skateboards and everything in it? Oh, the, the sequel is steep, but oh, the one that, that everyone instantly forgot about. Right, okay, we're a, we're a Ubisoft market it's, team. It's called something like Drive, or it's, what, what, it's got like a really generic... Right, oh, no, don't, don't, don't look it up. We're, we're, in the, I know, but we're in the marketing office. I can, I can remember it, I can remember okay. it. I'll always see if you can... Can you remember it? Or? We're in a marketing office, we're looking for... Some, it's, it's, it's not steep. Right? Yep. Riders? It's, it's, Riders it's, Republic? It's, Riders Republic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, it's just like Riders Republic in that it's it's just it's hosted by some loathsome individuals mm. um and it's the same here and they won't shut up and even like even the intro where it's like here's all the different kinds of but instead of just saying you can do this you can do this you can do this you can do this some arsehole turns up and she goes i've been store i've been touring the world looking at different playlists you can do and it's instead of just saying types of racing they keep calling it playlists like mm. in spotify stop trying to make playlists a thing because it's not <laughs> and so she goes I went to Japan and did the Japan playlist and you get to drive a wee bit around Japan. And she goes, I did the Hawaii playlist. And you're like, I, 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 we get it. Um, 
So it does the, the same kind of Forza trick where it, it it jumps from mode to mode right at the start to let you experience a wee bit of every car. Like that's how much it, it rips off the, the the kind of the structure. Is that even the even the opening tutorial jumps you from car to car and lets you try a wee bit of each. Um, and then these playlists are each basically story modes, kind of like the story modes in Horizon, where one person tags along and gives you a bunch of different missions and talks shite to you the entire time while you're trying to drive. <laughs> Um, and then when people finally do shut up, then amazingly, your car's got an AI that talks to you oh, just like in Horizon. But it's not advanced enough that you get to put your name in, so it just calls you driver all the time, mm. as, as if you're the, the fucking Uber. And so when you, when you start, when you do that, it just goes, great racing, driver, here's where we're going next. And it's like, and it keeps making jokes about how it's AI. It's like, oh, I wish I was a real person. This looks great fun. You're like, Some part. shut the fuck up. Can you, <laughs> just can you let, turn it off? You can you can mute the voices like you can mm. go into the, the that'll be the first thing most people should do is go in and t- turn the voices all the way down, but it's still kind of story driven in a way. You, you, the voices are still telling you what to do next and where to go, so you kind of need to keep the subtitles on still. So and, and you kind of need to have the voices on to an extent to know what you're doing next. It's just but but when you get rid of all that, the racing is fantastic. The the handling is excellent. The scenery is amazing. Like it, it, even in performance mode, it doesn't hit sixty. Um, it's, it, which, which is rough um, but I'm, I'm still having a great time with it in spite of all the bullshit like if if, if it would just stop being a United Colours of Benetton advert for two seconds like yeah. I, 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 I'm really enjoying it so I don't know I, I can't I have still haven't decided what I think about it there's so much content in there um, and they're going to add more every season more of these playlists um, but I don't know I, I just just shut up just just let me drive the thing mm. From one Ubisoft banger to an actual Ubisoft banger, I played um, Assassin's Creed Mirage for about three hours the other day, um, and due to the restrictions, I can talk about 90 minutes of it or something like that, <laughs> but the, the long and short of it is, um, Chris, you worked in the magazine game in this era, remember how fucking excited people were for Assassin's Creed, the original one, what they, how they spoke about that game, how Ubisoft were yeah. touring it and touring it, being like, this will be a revolution in the way that uh, stealth games work, and it really wasn't it, but this is kind of the technology catching up to what they always wanted to do so Mm. here's an example uh you go to a market and it's like okay your target is um this uh this member of this group that wants this specific item and the item will be up for grabs at the auction and then it's like go and use that information however you want you can go and talk to people find out when the auction is like find out what the item is why this person would want it more about this person or if you've got enough information you can just go to the auction and wait and then see the person and then the person will kind of disappear behind some locked doors and then you have to i went up to the garden i was like oh i've got this thing that this person wants and they're like "Mm, have you got the credentials to get in here though and then the game was like find the credentials and i was waiting for i was waiting for something to pop up like a wee icon or a wee ball to just walk over and pick it up and it was like no you actually need to walk around the market and listen for someone going oh where have i Oh, shit. where have i put those credentials put those credentials <laughs> and then you can you sneak in and get them and and then you can go into the into the, the like the assassination room and it was interesting because i was like okay this is this is cool is it, is it a bit on rails like um i did the assassination and i'm talking to this client and we're we're chatting away i give her the i give them the thing and then they turn it there's a there's a button prompt to assassinate like in the middle of a cutscene. and i was like okay mm. that's cool I wonder if they're all like that. And then I f- I, when I'm trying to escape, I get absolutely murked 
so the next time I go through, I go through into the area and I see them from across the room, and I just think, could I just pull out a throwing knife, launch it across the room, it hits them, and it completes it, and that's like that's nice. it. That's all you need to do. Um, so I was like, okay, so there's a bit. Uh, there will be some funny videos once this game is out of people mm. like looking through a tiny crack in a window and just going yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> knifing them from there. Um, so it's got a bit of that like not it's not got hitman tomfoolery but it's got hitman um free seems more freeform in terms of how you can kill yeah, things there's a variety of ways to, to, to skin a cat yeah and the map is brilliant because it's tiny it's just baghdad it's like the, it's like the size of an xbox 360 game and i was like oh thank christ like the maps in modern assassin's creed games are like larger than the observable universe so i'm so happy to be able to just like run through an area and learn like oh i'm on this street so i know there's like a there's a lift here that i can grab and i'll be like over the other side so quickly but as mm. you're playing assassin's creed odyssey and you're like going to undiscovered civilizations that have been sat there since 2015 when it came out and no one's ever touched them they're like <laughs> an artist sitting made sat and made this building and no one's ever had to look at it like it's a it's a great change in my opinion sense mm. <clears throat> of uh, speaking of maps, of course, the map in the crew is one of the best maps I've ever seen in a oh, game. Oh, really? Like, when when you, you pause to go to your map, the, 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 the camera comes out of your car and comes all the way up to look at the world, uh, but you can bring it right back down and, like, pan around the entire, like, all the environments, and you see the uh, online multiplayer, other cars driving about and all that mm. kind of stuff. So you let, it's literally a real time. You can bring it up as high as you like or, or right down on to, like, road level and look around, which is quite a nifty wee trick. It doesn't add in to the the game is just a cool wee thing that's one star earned for that map <laughs> exactly um, one out of five uh we we we've been dabbling about a bit of football i don't know why we're doing this because we're itching for the efc that, that's what it is it's, it's, it's that it's the efc countdown i'm like i need to play some football yeah so uh we, we both kind of charged up I, I fell i fell away right away again though i'll be i'll be honest with you i got nakamura and then went i played a couple of matches off. and then i was like right it's getting to the point where these people have like teams that are actually put together and not just random ramshackle people so it, it became less fun but i did have an amazing game where i was three nothing down brought it back to three two last minute because they give you a messy if you go in at the minute you get a, a free mm. inter miami messy that goes up to like level 96 I had, I had a free kick for the edge of the box um it cannoned off the crossbar and just landed at human song's feet and it just passed it into the goal and went absolutely bush i was like oh I, I, the other guy will be absolutely furious <laughs> he'll be screaming he's hosting <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm desperate for UFC. No. I've not I've not played FIFA since like June or something like that. So I'm absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm dying for it. The thing I realised when I went back to eFootball is is when you when I've been away from it for so long and go back to it, I despise the way Konami does any mode, or at least at least Konami's football division yeah. um, lays out any mode in any of its Pro Evolution Soccer or, or football eFootball games. It's like. Is it are they incapable of just doing something normal instead of fannying about with like so but I haven't played the game for months and I come back and every single one of my players are contracts run yeah. out because it's like <laughs> real life contracts. I go, okay. So I had some items that I could extend their contracts by like ten days. So I had to manually go to every single player and extend their contract by ten days. I says, I'm not gonna be playing this in ten days' time anyway, because FIFA will be out or sorry, EAFC will be out, so ten days is, is plenty. But just it just it's just such a weird I didn't know what I was going into to, to just get a normal match going. Um, and, and there's so, so these kind of weird, elaborate names for each. It's just, but it's always been like that. Like Master League has always been 
and when it had its previous equivalent of my team or whatever it was called back then, it was a mess. It's just I, I don't understand why they can't. They seem incapable of just putting together a normal mode. Which is, yeah, doesn't take a, a, a week to learn. Yes, a strange game. All I want is to uh, get my ultimate team started to get into EFC. I enjoyed playing the beta. Now that that beta is done, did you did you ever manage to get into it on a console that you wanted to play I it on? I didn't. The Switch version <laughs> seemed good, to be fair, but yeah, that was that was like disappointing. But yeah, I'm looking forward to getting my uh, uh, ultimate team sorted and like fill up with women just to annoy people. Yeah, because you know there's going to be people who are like, I can't believe they put women in ultimate team. It's like, well, I'm going to put women in my ultimate team and I'm going to like absolutely hammer people so see playing see the, playing the beta the the women fullbacks are absolutely rapid and they're tiny so they're they like fit the perfect model of like a Jolly Alba Kyle Walker <laughs> situation um yeah the new icons are in the game new heroes and no Scottish representation whatsoever again like Jimmy Johnson yep no like surely a Sunes and a Johnson and like a McCoist and like stuff like that like it just it, it's so weird that they've how big, like, how big does the does the fan base for Celtic and um, the Rangers have to be before Scotland actually gets like something in one of these games? Yeah. It was a miracle we got Kenny Dalglish. We but... got Dalglish, yeah, but that was, I suppose, technically you got Larson. <clears throat> but he, I mean, yeah, and he's also him. he's also Larson's always horribly uh, like misrepresented in FIFA games. Anyway, they give him like three star skill moves. Yeah, um, and I suppose I suppose that the other side, um, the zombies get Loudrup because he's in there, and they, yeah. um, so there's when are they going to get Fat Chris Boyd as a as an icon? <laughs> Morelos. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know it's a weird one, but like, I, I, especially now that we've got Celtic Park in there, I don't know if yeah. we spoke about that last week, but that was like finally twenty five years of. Uh, me waiting for it it's finally happened that's like i presume that's why they're doing the state of play tonight to show that off just to I, show I would have thought so. the, the, the sh- yeah they were showing exclusive footage from the jockstein stand yeah um bye no um so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to ultimate team that's what i'm just kind of counting down the days to now and that'll be the moment my, my book gets derailed oh, my next Lies of P came out this week. I've played a bit of it. If you would like to win a deluxe edition, you can go to my Twitter, my ex, um, at Jordan Midler to find out how. As we said, we will be back tomorrow with our reaction show to the Nintendo Direct and the PlayStation Fun Zone. Uh, they've just rebranded it, I've just heard. Um, you can send any questions, comments, and concerns to podcast at videogameschronicle.com. This is your last chance for the Chris Scullion Photoshop contest. You can go to my Twitter to find out more about that. The official Chris Scullion <laughs> Photoshop contest. Um, I'll, I'll announce a winner uh, this weekend. They've been giving me such joy. Um, so go and check that out. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Grant Kirkhope for the VGC podcast theme. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan Midler, Chris at Scully1888. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this in stunning 8K, which I'm definitely uploading it in. Until next time, see you later. VGC, a video games podcast, is a stack production and part of the Acast Creative Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.